Nick, you've got some really good stuff in the latest couple of notes. I want to jump into the overall market first and then get your thoughts here ahead of earnings. So the Russell leadership that we've seen since the low on the 24th of the market, today that gap gets narrowed a little with the NASDAQ's run, but what has your team seen in terms of how powerful that move was? Does it set us back to a normal relationship? Are we still looking at a NASDAQ-driven market? What has the last couple of weeks done to change any of that narrative? Yeah, it's been a dramatic lift. I'll tell you, the, 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 the pullback in the small caps relative to, to the NASDAQ was the worst we've seen in 20-plus years through the first half of this year. That's how bad that pullback in the, the Russell was relative to the NASDAQ, 25 points of underperformance. Now we're back to close to flat. So we have seen the Russell take back a lot of ground and ground that it should be taking back at this point in the cycle. We still like the small caps here. We still think there's good cyclical upside, both both from earnings in Q3 and Q4, as well as the, the uptick this group tends to get from tighter high yield spreads, which is also happening. So small caps, we think, are the place to be. We do like tech longer term, but this has been a pullback in, in small caps. It really has been historic. We've had a really nice lift. It should continue. Nick, uh, I see that that 20-year underperformance basically that happened uh, during the uh, heat of the COVID sell-off and then recovery right that was so skewed towards the NASDAQ the last uh, couple weeks then have snapped back that to some degree relationship. So do we view this as now we're kind of a normal scenario and, you know, TBD on what comes next? Or should we expect, just technically speaking, that in the short term, the Russell still has ground to make on big tech? Historically speaking, and this goes back again through 20 years of cycle data that we looked at, this should continue to follow through. Small caps should continue to work versus the NASDAQ. And it's the right part of the cycle for that to happen because you're looking for companies that can generate a lot of upside earnings surprise on very small differences in economic growth, as we're going to see in Q3 and Q4. So we think the Russell is still the place to be, but this is a cyclical call as much as a structural or historical call. Nick, if the market does continue to favor the Russell like it's done the last couple weeks, if we see that and apply it to the rest of the broader equity market, should we expect then the S&P to trade more aligned with economic data? Should we have a market that has a little bit more beta to economic figures and progress than we've had, I mean, over like the last, what, decade where it was just always a Fed put and didn't really matter what the economy was doing? I mean, is it possible here we're transitioning to some type of a new market regime or is that, is that getting too far ahead of the reality? You know, it, at the bottom of a cycle, the market always turns before fundamentals turn. This happens every single cycle. Things will start to turn higher, and you have no idea why, because on the ground, things look horrific. And that just happens every single time. Mm -hmm. What I think you're going to start to see happen is two things. The first is earnings will matter somewhat, um, because we're beginning to see this is going to be the first quarter that we're going to see this week where numbers are better. You know, we've had the V bottom in earnings. The V bottom should continue. The V was the bottom of the V was Q2. We should start to get the leg up in Q3 and again in Q4. The other wrinkle, unfortunately, is the stimulus discussion that we still have unresolved in Washington. And that provides a lot of fuel to the fire because unlike every recession I've followed since the 80s, this one is being really helped by fiscal stimulus in terms of getting the corporate earnings to rise more quickly than usual. The market really likes that and really wants it. So it's going to be half fundamentals and half the stimulus discussion.
Nick, when we think about earnings fundamentals, the economic recovery as being the driver of potential profits and, and recovery. Right now, the last couple of weeks, we've been laser focused, everybody, on the stimulus narrative. It seems like some have kind of forgotten the progress we've been making against the virus, too, where cases can flare up without hospitals uh, getting overcrowded, death rates picking up. Um, how do you and your team kind of gauge that fundamental impulse of, of stimulus, which is just literally going to be money or bailouts for industries versus maybe a more sluggish and more challenging and frustrating growth, but one that is organic and, dri and driven by the um, market and people kind of getting used to living in this new environment? Yeah, it's a wonderful point. I mean, if you look at the typical recovery, you don't get a lot of stimulus. You get a lot of just economic, slow grinding economic improvement. Wow. You know, in 2009 and 2010, unemployment didn't peak until the second half of 2009. The market bottomed in the first half of 2009. Unemployment was over 9% for almost all of 2010, higher than it is right now. We didn't get any more stimulus after the 2009 stimulus package. So the market knows how to play the playbook of a typical stimulus less recovery. It knows how the economics work. Hmm. And that's what we saw. The turbocharger is the hope for stimulus because that pulls forward a ton of those incremental earnings because it's basically free money. The companies don't have to pay for and yet appear on the bottom line. So it's sort of the, the, the added benefit. But again, very unusual. I've never seen this in 30 plus years. We get one stimulus plan at best and that's it. When this time we're getting two or three. Mm -hmm. uh, we're looking at the earnings expectations right now from facts that, uh, that you guys have compiled for this quarter on a sector-specific basis, far-right energy weighed down, industrials, consumer discretion are behind it, the S&P overall for 20% decline. Tech is helping keep things firm on the other end with healthcare and staples. Last quarter, we had huge beats. For the most part, uh, expectations were very low. Nick, have those expectations made it more difficult for beats, or are we still, I mean, 20% decline for S&P? It doesn't look like people have gotten terribly hopeful. Yep, no, you're, you're, it's exactly the right point. Um, Look, we've seen some improvement in earnings expectations for Q3, but I still think we can see 10 to 15% beats, unlike the usual 3 to 4%, because that's really where we are in the cycle. That's what should happen. The magic sauce in this earnings quarter is going to be what companies guide to or say or analysts interpret what's going to happen in Q4, because numbers have gone up on Q3 by about 10% from the beginning of the quarter. They haven't touched their numbers for Q4. So we're looking for some modest improvement in Q3 to give analysts the courage to go through and say, yeah, you know what, Q4 is going to be better. And instead of earning, say, $165 a share next year for the S&P, we're going to earn $175 or $180. That's what happens at the bottom of the cycle. That's what we need to have happen now. Mm. So this is earnings bottom line. If we switch to revenue, uh, things get a little bit more interesting in terms of there being some outliers and maybe an explanation for what's worked, right? Healthcare, staples, tech, the ones that are expected to grow revenue, these have been some of the strongest areas, of course. Um, does this mean higher expectations, Nick? Does the view of any rotation in this market depend on how much the companies on the far right end of the spectrum are able to um, you know, pair off some of that revenue decline? I mean, those companies in the cyclical cohort obviously still have year-over-year -year declines expected for sales. Yeah, no, absolutely right. You know, looking at the right-hand side of that graph, what I keep thinking about is industrials. The industrials have been working pretty well, and they are the classic setup for a cyclical uptick in that they cut their costs in a downturn, which they've done. They get incremental revenue as we come off the bottom, and they get earning surprises as a result. 
So the industrials are the ones I'm looking at. I think energy way too soon. The commodity prices are still way too volatile. But I think industrials look really interesting. We've been, rec we've been recommending those to clients as a good way to play the cyclical recovery. 